This is Alfie Obsession, the soccer podcast that talks about soccer sometimes and life and all kinds of other stuff in between. We are back with the weekly show. We're going to be talking about a US national team. International break's been going on, so we are going to work our way through some international football. We're going to be talking about the Newcastle takeover. What else have we got on the burner, Thomas? <laughs> Good day. Is that Australian? Every listener. G'day. I coached against a guy from South Africa the other day. Did you? Yeah, Pot- in- potato. Chia. <laughs> 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 you say potato, I say potato. Potato. <laughs> Yes. No. So we've already pissed off the uh, entire country of South yeah. Africa. Um, not Australians. <laughs> not, not even 30 seconds into the show. <laughs> Australia's a fucking mess at the moment. Is it? Oh, they're fucking going mad. They're rioting. Get COVID rioted or? S- Sydney just came out of lockdown. After the longest lockdown in the world. It was like a hundred and whatever days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not going to go there. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, my name's Adam Thelwell and uh, this is A Healthy Obsession. If you're new, welcome. And uh, you know we appreciate everyone tuning in and checking the show out. Yep. And my uh, assistant, assistant to the podcast host, is uh, I guess that's me. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Thomas Hurdle. Thomas Hurdle. And what's your CV? My CV. Yeah, curriculum vitae. Resume. 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 Yeah, why'd you put an R in there? Yeah, resume. <laughs> uh, I just like to talk about football and life. Yeah. Yeah. What do you know about life? Nothing. 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 Have you lived? But does anyone know anything about life? Just think about that for a second. I think I know too Ponder much. That. I know too much. I don't think you know enough. <laughs> I think I know too much. That's why things are so warped. What is life? Life. Oh, life. Desiree song. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Terrible song. <laughs> so what's happening, mate? How's, uh, how, was, how was your life? How was your weekend? I sleep uh, sleep paralysis, uh, apparently, last night. You had sleep paralysis. I woke up this morning, but I wasn't awake. Have you what, ever had that? Why before? is that? No, Have I don't know what it is. You've had it before. Wait, so you it's woke terrifying. up. You woke up asleep. You wake up, but you're not awake. It's oh, like a sleep inception. Oh, mate, it's horrible. You've heard it. No. So you're like laying there. That doesn't sound and you're, good. You're awake, but you can't move and you can't speak. It's horrific. <laughs> it's terrible. How did you know it happened? Because I Googled it afterwards. I was like, what has just happened? Did your, did your wife go through it with you? Did she hold your hand? No, no, like, it's not like, like oh, it's weird, mate. It's, have you, you've never had it? No. So you're laying there, right. and you've woken up, but you've got to move and you can't, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm awake, but I can't move. And then you're like, wait a minute, and you try to speak, you can't speak. It's horrific. And that it's sounds terrifying. Last, lasted for like 25 seconds. How, how does that happen? What's I, I don't, the, what's I, the, uh, I had a little bit of a Google of it, and it's... Uh, that sounds fucking absolutely terrifying. Yeah, it's not very nice. Mm. So I had that this morning, so I'm a little bit, little bit scared. Yeah, that's terrifying. But yeah, that was, uh, that's where I'm at. And, Sounds uh, good for me. It's all on the uh, pathway to the inevitable death. The inevitable. Yeah, so like sleep paralysis is just like prepping you. It's going to be like right before you die. I felt, I, felt, I, felt like, I felt like I'd been buried alive. <laughs> I couldn't get out. I was stuck in my body. It was mm. horrible. That's what, that's people what that are listening right now know what, if they've had it, they know <laughs> what I'm talking about, and it's horrific. That, that's how I feel hosting this podcast. Yeah, you're stuck. Can't get <laughs> buried out. Buried alive. <laughs> 60 minutes. <laughs> nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Speaking of running and hiding, have you watched uh, the very popular at the moment, Squid Game? Started watching it the other day. Did you? Yeah, it's fucking mental. It's, I'm, it's, it is mental. The, the writer of that is Mate. off the head. Dark, well, it's obviously a very good, uh, what you say, reflection of humanity and life, isn't it? Did you watch last year? There was a it won a bunch of awards, but it was a film called uh, I, I might get the name wrong, but I think it's Parasite, but also yeah, by yeah. Korean. Did you really watch it? Really good. But but there's like a, there's a genre coming out yeah. of Korea at the moment, South Korea at the moment that is uh, dark. Yeah, <laughs> fucking twisted. <laughs> Holy shit. Squid Game's alright though. I quite. I mean, are you watching it uh, 
in Korean or are you watching it with the dubbed? Korean. Oh, you're actually reading it? Yeah, with the subtitles. Yeah. yeah. See, I've done it where it's dubbed. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. It's actually not no, bad. No, you know I think what? We watched, we, watched an ep- yeah, we watched an episode because what I remember now that one of the episodes was dubbed because uh, the, there's a lady in it and she's got the most annoying, annoying voice. voice. Holy yeah. shit. Hey! Oh, it killed me. So that's when we switched to, right? <laughs> to subtitles. Do you, do you know what's funny, though? Because obviously the AI has like made their mouths look like they're speaking <laughs> English because it, it's... Oh, it, all right, so, so we won't put any spoilers in because some, some no. people won't have seen it yet. But did you get to the Marbles episode? No, I did not. Oh fuck! I only like right. two or three episodes in. Oh, I won't say anything. Then. I've just got, I've just watched Tug of War. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, it's fucking mental. <laughs> it's, it's it's an insane movie. I don't know what's going Show. on in Korea, but that how do you write shit like that? You have to be out of your fucking mind. I've always thought that people that write horror movies yeah. like keep an eye on them. Like proper dark, twisted movie. Speaking of sleep paralysis, paralysis yeah. I did have a pretty bad nightmare after that yeah, first episode. After I watched the first episode, it's yeah. quick game. What, the uh, green light, <laughs> dot, red dot light. Go. Or not dot, dot, Green go. light, red uh, light. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah fucking, I, I had a really, really vivid dream. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you win? Obviously not. Yeah, no, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, it shook me the day after. <laughs> Uh, honestly, but I was like, the next day I was like, oh fuck. Bothered you all day? Yeah. You're stopping all the time, couldn't freezing. Get, I couldn't get through it. <laughs> you know what's funny? We, uh, I've seen a counselor this week. <laughs> Adam, tell me how you feel. Yeah. I watched Squid Game. I watched Squid Game and I, I can't walk now without <laughs> thinking I'm going to get shot. <laughs> you know what's funny? We uh, In training the other day with the teams, we did a uh, red light, green light, but we had volleyballs with the, uh, <laughs> the bullets. It, isn't it funny that... It, this, this is a bit of a tangent, but that wasn't marketed at all. Like, I, I looked at the marketing budget for it. It was like nothing. Just in the grand scheme of TV shows and films. Right. Same with Parasite. Blew up. And how does it, like, it becomes like a cultural phenomenon instead of, like, shows that get poured millions behind them and don't do anything. Quality speaks for itself, doesn't it? And word of mouth, like, through Netflix, word of mouth, everything. People, everyone's always true. asking, oh, what, what's, what, what are you watching? What's good? There's an abundance of content out there. Yeah. And mm, people still find the time where there's not much to watch yeah right should we talk about football it's what the people what, want what, tom go on lead the way what have we got well it was international an, break yeah uh, and i think we drew some criticism last week uh for slagging the international break on social media who uh just some knobheads name and shame yeah i, I can't remember i don't even someone messaged on instagram saying why why do you hate on international football soccer actually the word Oh, that was nice. Was that quite clear, wasn't it? It was very good, yeah. What was this little coffee I'm drinking? Uh, it's not little. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Massive. <laughs> Pine. She no wonder you're having sleep paralysis. She, she asked if I wanted medium or large. This is a medium. Yeah. Now, it's a medium. You can't have a coffee like that. It's, it's five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, no wonder I don't sleep. Caffeine hours before you go to sleep is not a I, good thing. I legitimately drink more caffeine than water. Is that right? Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, that isn't good. That's why I'm like a strung out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so international football. Um, Should we start close to home? Yeah, let's start close to home. So, Mexico. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we are close to Mexico. We're closer to Mexico than we are to the head. Where's headquarters I th- for I thought US you were soccer? Than, than America. <laughs> <laughs> well, where's US soccer headquarters? Uh, uh, the, the offices, the head offices are in Chicago. Right. Um, but the training center is in Kansas City, but so, I don't think they ever really base out there. So we're closer to Mexico than we are to the I, head of US. I soccer. don't know. Where's the Mexico's home ground is what, the Azteca? No, but I'm saying the Mexican borders. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just there. Yeah. Just pointed outside the window. Yeah, it's just over there. South. 
uh, right, Mexico. Uh, we had a friend at the Mexico game at the weekend that uh, has actually been on the show before twice. Yes. Once or twice. He's been on two or three yeah, times. Yeah, Canadian friend of the show, uh, yeah. Fraser LeVay. Uh, he went to the Azteca to watch uh, Canada versus Mexico, which I did watch this game, actually. Yeah. And Canada were very impressive. Canada are a good team at the moment. Ca- Canada going through... Uh, bit of a uh, positive cycle where the stars were aligning Alfonso Davis uh, a few other people coming into the fray for uh, Canada that are quite quite solid Thomas solid I mean the world class players alright so I think solid is a disservice it's disingenuous poor, poor result for Mexico at home 1-1 one, one against Canada uh, yeah Saka they had a lot of chances as well Mexico they did Canada good in the first half but Mexico should have won the game in the second yeah. half Yeah, I did not watch it ok um it's hard because in international football you get stuck with these beliefs of like what traditional powerhouses are, right? Right. But it changes. And, and I think the Canadians are a legit power now in CONCACAF. Now, what do you think is... that? Like, do you, I don't know enough about Canadian football, you might not either, but why is that shift happening? Are they exporting more players? Like, is there more Canadian players going overseas now and playing in the... whether it's Major League Soccer or overseas in Europe? Do you know anything about it? I could lie, but I don't know. For fuck's sake. I think they... they, they I'm the, the host, se- you're the soccer expert. Am I? You're supposed to be. <laughs> We're 128 episodes in, and you're just realising I'm not the expert. <laughs> Every episode's like, Jesus, <laughs> don't actually know anything about football. Just talk about Squid no, Game. No. <laughs> yeah, I can talk about sleep paralysis. And sleep paralysis and giant <laughs> coffees. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, obviously Canada, I think they're investing in their youth a lot more. Mm. Um, a big part of it with the national teams improving is they've opened up the doors to... Overseas players, players that have a Canadian grandparent or a Canadian mum or dad, and well, they've got their own. They've got their own. Uh, what do you call it now? League, right? Like a actual professional league, Canadian yeah. Premier League. I think it's yeah. called. Yeah, I don't know much about that either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do, do you know what I, I did want to bring up? Because you just said something very interesting, and it just triggered a memory for me. So I was reading this story today, and there's a guy that was. It's essentially it's like real life football manager. So he's an El Salvadorian bloke who was really disappointed with the continual uh, letdown of his team. And just like, they always underperform. So he went through and used Google and went through and found anyone that's playing professional football that might have El Salvadorian, like be of their descent. So uh, the country, the FA have hired him like permanently as a scout he's the number one scout now for El Salvador <laughs> go find us some El Salvadorians yeah exactly just go and find some people that have got El Salvadorian blood fantastic it's quite good isn't it he's like a little uh, football hunter yeah he's got a job now just from using Google he's walking around got you the internet you El Salvadorian oh, you oh, said that weird <laughs> yeah Salvadorian say that again El Salvadorian <laughs> El Salvadorian say it fast El Salvadorian El Salvadorian Dorian or Doran Dorian Dorian yeah El Salvadorian first country in the world Bitcoin's legal tender in El Salvador. Yep. Interesting. They're doing more. But bi- how's that work? They're doing more Bitcoin transactions than any other country in the world and any bank inside El Salvador. Wow. They've overtaken bank regular banking. Body mind put me on a credit card that I'm gonna try and pick up soon. That yeah. uh, it's like a Bitcoin credit card. When you use the credit card, <laughs> you get rewards. There's, there's, yeah, the yeah. roulette wheel afterwards. Yeah, brilliant. I was buzzing off it. Yeah, that's good. I kept like go on, spend more money so I can press the wheel. Should everyone should buy Bitcoin? It's fantastic. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, so El Salvador are doing a lot of forward thinking. Well played. And so the government put, uh, while we're on it, the government put something like 300 or $400 million on the balance sheet in Bitcoin, and it's gone up something like 30% in the last week. Wow. And they're using that money to do a load of good stuff in the country. Credit to them. 
So every although, country should do that. Although they did get beat 2-1 off Costa Rica yesterday, so... It's not going so well for them. Not though. great. All right, so let's, get, let's talk about the region then, because it's... Is is the region getting more competitive, or do you just think that the US are shit? I don't think the US is shit. I'll go on record saying that. Mm. That's I think that's harsh. Um, I think that the region is better. What do they call it? The, uh, the, the not the Pentagon. What do they call it? The, the hex or I don't know, oh, yeah, the, hectagonal. Yeah, the hectagonal. Yeah. Which that that would be six, wouldn't it? Uh, hexagon is no octagon's eight. Octagon's eight. Yeah, should so be the octagonal. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Well, no, I think I think they just called the hex because it was the tournament, wasn't it? When oh, it was the six teams in the yeah, tournament. But now there's eight. Yeah, but now it's anyway. just, now it's just uh, normal qualifying. Okay. Mm. Um, anyway, I mean, listen. You got Mexico, who are a world world power, in my in my opinion. Uh, USA are always going to be a good team. We're getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Panama aren't chumps. I mean, they're in the last World Cup. Remember England beat them Correct. 6-0. And they just beat Jamaica away. They J- Jamaica are bottom of the group. Jamaica are bottom of the eight right now. They, J- beat, they, beat, J- they beat Jamaica, but they also drew with Costa Rica away from home. That's not a bad result. That's a good result. So but Panama aren't chumps. With that said, the US are underperforming. No doubt about it, right? You you can't lose... You shouldn't be losing games here. The, the so only for team, anyone that missed it, just give the scores of the two qualifiers the US played the last couple of games. So they, they beat Jamaica 2-0, I mm-hmm. believe. and uh, Lost to Panama 1-0 away. Last night, yeah. yeah. But I think I think the frustration for a lot of people is... <laughs> Whichever way you spin it, that's a bad result. It's not good, is it? <laughs> no. I think, I think the issue is is, is Beralta, the, 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 the manager. you got to create a side for squad, rotating the squad yeah. too heavily. I don't understand why you rotate the squad. Qualify and then, and then cruise. Mm. It... England don't really even rotate that much. They take care of business. Two, and they've got two squads worth of players. You know, they take care of business. You look at that, and I bring up England because we're English. Mm. Um, but like USA, what, what's the reason for it? Yeah. Like, like you're trying to qualify for a World Cup. You're being too cute. 100% win the games. Just yeah. win, go through qualifying, win your first six, seven games. All right, then you can then you can flex and move around and play whatever you want, but get the points in the bag. I just don't understand. And, and there's some arguments saying, well, some of these players are from Europe and they're playing two games a week and they're exhausted and this and that. I don't care. You're a footballer. Yes. Like, so the, and those players, there is not a player that if, if I'm Greg Baralta and I go to, sure, let's just shoot Pulisic. I know he's not, not available right now, but I don't go to him and say you play, you play two two games last week for Chelsea. You know, we're only going to play for one of the two qualifiers because you're tired. Yeah, as far as a player, I'd turn around and go, no, I want to play in both. I want to play in the World Cup. Yeah, and especially after the disappointment in 18, yeah. right? Not qualifying in 18. You want to do everything you can to get into this tournament. 1,000% priority. So I think that's mm. the frustration. Is like, why are you messing around? Find what works and, and run with it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Take to the bank. So yeah. that, that's where the US frustration is, 1,000%. And I think... Yeah, they should get out of the group. I mean, what, they're not in terrible shape right now. Do you have the group in front of you? Yeah, Mexico are top with eleven points. Okay. USA are second with eight. Panama have eight. Canada have seven. Costa Rica six. I mean, it's, it's quite tight. It, it's tight, which is which is why they're still in with a. How, with a how many points have El Salvador got? El Salvador, where are we? Here real quick. El Salvador have five. All right. You, you've you, it would have to be a colossal fuck up for the US not to get in. So they've got Costa Rica at home. I think Wednesday. Okay. And that's a must-win game. Yeah, now that's must-win. Costa Rica, and then it, and then it's Mexico in November here. So, what do you mean here? In Phoenix, in the, in the United States. Okay. Yeah. Right. I thought so, you meant in Phoenix. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that progresses. So it's two tough games. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Right. Oof. All right. Fair enough. All right. So moving on from. Uh, I do Nations League. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's do hit the Nations League before the break. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cree, do you want to talk about Benz- Benzema's goal? Benzema. Well, let's talk about what happened. So, it was final four, wasn't it? It was the finals. Yeah. Um, I don't really understand why they still do it. I don't really know why it's a thing. What's the point? Does anyone care that who won it? It was France. France are the Nations League champions, right? Yeah, I think they care. So, so we had we had Belgium, Italy, Italy in the and, third and fourth. And, and the Bel- no, who was in the semi-finals? It was Belgium and France. France, yeah. And Belgium were two 0 up, and Belgium did what Belgium do mm-hmm. and bowled it. Very Spursy. Two 0 Bel- up, lost three uh, two against France. Belgium are the Spurs of international football. One thousand percent. Think so. I think so. A lot of Spurs players as well. <laughs> Of ex-Spurs players right now. Holderfeld's playing. Yeah, but that's what Spurs has done to them. (laughs) Made them perennial losers. Washed them up. (laughs) Yeah, uh, washed up. But yeah, I mean, mean, they they bottled it. They were 2-0 against France, and and they lost 3-2. And that was crazy to me, but Benzema's goal, I think he scored a... Was that against Spain, that goal he scored? Yeah, it was against Spain in the final. Oh, my God. Is that outrageous? Unbelievable. Yeah, it was a great goal. But uh, so that semi-final was a good game, really, really entertaining game, back mm. and forth. And the other one was Spain-Italy, which is also a really, really good game. Spain finally uh, knocked off the Italians, didn't they? Yeah, Spain. Spain are probably going to be amazing in these next couple of tournaments. F- Ferran Torres was unbelievable finishing. Yeah, he scored, he scored a header that was outrageous. Yeah, I think Spain are probably going to creep up again and be like, ah, they're brilliant again. You think so? Yeah, I've been shit the last couple of tournaments. Yeah. And really they were, since the World Cup win, it's been like, mm. yeah. But yeah, it'll be back blazing. And then, and then the French were fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. They've got two teams worth of players. Did you see the offside goal that was uh, given? I didn't. Did you see it? Tell me about it. Well, I can tell you a little bit about it. Describe it, was, uh, it before we hit half time. Yeah, this, I think it was Mbappe. Uh, ball, ball went through and he was offside. It's clearly offside, no doubt about it. VR shows his offside. But there's a rule where effectively if the defender attempts to play the ball, it negates the offside. Hmm. But the defender's going to have to play the ball or attempt to play the ball because he doesn't know the other player is offside. So until you... You, you wouldn't leave it because you're gambling that he's offside. Right. So it's a really <laughs> shit rule. So he's negated the offside and given the goal because basically, I can't remember what it was, Spanish has tried to attempt to play the ball and it's absolute bullshit. It's garbage. Um... <laughs> And it swung the game. Uh, well, so you just saying you don't really care about the Nations League? Yeah, let's move on from that. What, what football do you care about? Unless then? England win it. <laughs> and then it's the best tournament in the world. It's the only tournament in the world. Le, to- Le Tournoi. <laughs> oh, mate. 1997, actually. Year before 98, Year before the World Cup. Come on. All right, we're going to hear half time now. We'll be back in a moment to talk about Newcastle and other psychological factors that go into the world. Not recorded the podcast. Yeah, starting. <laughs> Good. I, at least I spotted yeah, after yeah, ten yeah. seconds. Are we recording now? Yeah, now we're recording. Okay, back on. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Adam. We started talking, and Adam hadn't pressed record again. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the second half of the show. Uh, just before we uh, f- forgot to hit record, we were talking about the fact that we're still not in the top ten. So, if you haven't left the show a review yet, go and give us a review. Or just fucking piss off because we're giving you all this great content yeah. for free. And the least you can do is give yeah, it a five star review. And Adam also believes that there is an algorithm that might be I don't scanning. believe. I know there all right, is. All right, he, I think it's a belief. It's he's fact. Not, he's got no evidence. It's not like. A, it's not religion. <laughs> it's just fucking fact. He has this faith. Um, <laughs> that, the uh, god of Apple. <laughs> yeah, he's just out there floating around. Jobsy. Um, <laughs> Jobsy. Jobsworth. So there, don't uh, speak 
real with the you, you reckon they scanned? Do you know once that he cool. went uh, in a full year where all he ate was uh, fruit? No, there was something called a fruitarian. And now he's dead. Yeah, he died quite young as well from cancer. Well. Yeah. Interesting. I read his book. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. He lived in an apple orchard. That's why he called the company Apple. Sure. He lived and worked as like on a commune. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah, do you know he's an orphan? He's an orphan. Even what he was. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't speak ill of the I'm dead, not, Thomas. I'm, I'm, I'm just giggling. I'm just giggling. Yeah, yeah. Just giggling. So he was. But you, and, but go on. He, and and then he had problems abandoning his own daughter years later. They reconciled eventually, but it's weird how that works. Like the the chances of you. Yeah. An orphan Replicate. abandoning their own children is very high. Really? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Or? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. But <laughs> I do want to talk about what if he was born in like a... I don't know, if it wasn't an apple orchard. What if he was like in a... He wasn't born in an apple orchard. I said he worked Fucking hell. Born in an orchard. <laughs> I was like, well, what if he worked in like a... I was trying to think of bananas because like... What do you call, what do you call banana... It's not banana forest. What do you call it? <laughs> what is it? Banana trees? A grove. Is it a banana grove? I don't know. Yeah. But like, imagine banana if hammock. Found, imagine it being like the banana phone. Do you know who Je- Jeff Bezos <laughs> was born phone. in the Amazon? No, he wasn't. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that for a second. I, like, uh, Wait a minute. I wondered if you have a nibble there. What would be the worst business? <laughs> if you think about it in those terms, what would be a real bad business to, if you like, you name your business after where you were born? <laughs> Actually, you know, it's funny because a lot of kids, there was a... There was Park a, Bush. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of uh, children that grew up based upon Stockport. where they were conceived. Where they were conceived, right? <laughs> you got Brooklyn Beckham, Brooklyn. Mm. What's the other kids called? Uh, Paris, there's a lot of people called Paris. Paris. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you Adam, everyone... Adam after Par- Adam and Eve. Is that you? Yeah. You're from the beginning of time. Biblical. Yeah. The first man. But didn't you eat the poison apple? Adam, did Adam? Was it Adam that did it? Was it Eve? I think Adam ate the poison apple. That does make sense now. I think I'd be more concerned that a fucking snake was talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you what want to talk in, about- What was in that apple? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> football, we're football. All right, football. So, so I did have this thought. So, okay. A, what? let's go back. All when right. you leave a review, Adam's belief is that it scans the algorithm scans for buzzwords. It so doesn't if you can leave, scan. If you I didn't can- say that. It scan. It just the more ba- the more positive reviews we yeah. get. The better it is for ranking. But it picks out the key, like, positive words. So if you say things like thrilling, um, ear candy. Yeah, sexy. I yeah, sexy yeah. is the word you used, yeah. which is, I'm not sure we're a sexy podcast. Sexy podcast. Sexy voices. It'd be sexy if we did an episode with our tops off. It would not be sexy if we did an episode with our tops off. More people might listen. What are you willing to do for this show? Do you think people are mad? Right now, what do you think we're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I've never listened to a podcast and go, I wonder what they're wearing. Yeah, half the time I like to just imagine they're wearing something ridiculous. Like I start doing that. A now. Batman outfit. I wonder what he's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what Tom's wearing and you win an AHO t shirt. There you go. What, what if I am wearing an AHO t shirt? <laughs> well, don't give oh, it away. Well, I'm not, though, am I? Mm. I should be. I am. You, Adam's wearing a Bitcoin hat. <laughs> Did you win that? What's, what is with the Bitcoin hat? No, I don't want to talk. Well, actually, I do want to talk about it. <laughs> so, uh, th- yeah, there's a, a movement around Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. To, to legitimize it and make it legal tender and store of value and all the rest of it. So, I'm doing everything I can to be part of the propaganda machine is, that drives Bitcoin over $100,000. Do you know what this, this makes me think of? Hmm. This is like the Bitcoin equivalent of the Trump red hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a similar strategy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, since I've been wearing it, I wore it all weekend, and I had at least five people ask me where I got the hat from. 
Mbga. And a couple of people asked me what's Bitcoin. So I educated them. We have some new believers. Wait, someone asked you what Bitcoin is? Yeah. What, what, where do they live? In, in the Amazon? See, I like this. This is good, though. Well, I like well, that you think that everyone should know what it is. But everyone does know what it is. No, but it's not... I don't it's, know, it's not a cave. It's not Bitcoin what they is. didn't... They hadn't heard of the word. They yeah. just didn't understand what it How is it used works. for. Yeah, what's the utility of it? I probably don't know that. <laughs> you should. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should. I'm, a, ca- I'm a cash man. And if you do, you get a hat. Ooh. Cash is, cash is dead, mate. Wait till you need some cash. <laughs> Bitcoin. Wait till someone says they need a fiver for parking. They <laughs> I mean, fucks. Yeah, yeah. Cash ain't dead yet, mate. Not yet. You'll give them the hat. No, I'll give them the hat. Yeah. Got 20 of them. Anyway, so I was thinking, what if we would be higher in the rankings? Mm. I was like, how can we get higher? How, what can we do? How do we incentivise? Change genre. Just, just, just change our genre to something that's really shit when there's no competition. <laughs> do you know what I read about this weekend was a really interesting business model around uh, erotic novels, uh, but audio. And like someone does a podcast where it's like a chapter is each yeah. episode, but it's erotic stories. And the sales and the numbers for those shows make our show look fucking ridiculous. So maybe we should start doing that instead. He slowly removed his shirt. <laughs> That's quite good. What if we did um? What if we did football erotica? How would that? Give me an example. So he walked into the dressing room, slowly <laughs> took his short off. <laughs> After the red card. Yeah. He was angry, steaming. You have been a bad player. <laughs> if you just told football, like, what if we commentated on football like it was erotica? That'd be quite good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's try that then. See if we sound like that Geordie geezer. What's his name? See if our numbers pick up. It was the bloke that does Real Madrid all the time. Yeah. Majestirial. Yeah. That, it, That's how we sound. Lionel Messi's got Jesus's wet underpants on. <laughs> wet underpants. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's just go back to football. Okay, all right. Uh, Speaking well, of other sexy things, well, yeah, you want to Spurs talk about Stadium. Um, Spurs? Okay, hosted uh, the Atlanta Falcons and the. Oh, I thought it was who you supported the, the New York Jets. There we go. Yeah, yeah I know they are. I'm, like, Jet, I, I, I'm not a Jets fan now. Jets are shit. I wasn't really a Jets fan. I liked the Jets when they had Rex Ryan as a coach. Yeah. I just thought he had a big good banter. Rex Rex Ryan is a bit of a legend, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's classy. He always used to wear like this, uh, like sleeveless jumper. Yeah, I just thought it was class. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it was terrible style. Vince Lombardi, football coaches wore those a lot in the seventies. Yeah, the vet, like a V-neck, like sleeveless yeah. jumper. Pretty cool. So, uh, what was so magical about this? You, you brought it up. I thought it was brilliant. It was the first time I think they've had fans in the stadium for an NFL game. If I'm not mistaken, no, that's not true. Well, Wembley at, they did at Spurs, right, at Spurs. Yeah, Spurs. Um, which I thought was brilliant. If you, there's a video with time lapse, time lapse of mm. the uh, the stadium transformation where they turned it into kind of the NFL stadium. Mm. It was unbelievable how they like, changed it. Um, they did like a flyover before kickoff. They had the uh, the national anthem was sung. But the the woman that sung it was up by on top of the roof by, <laughs> that, the, by the Tottenham. That looked terrifying. Absolutely insane. Like that's mm. scary. Don't fancy that. Um, and then they did a flyover, and then the fireworks, and it was like, yeah, it was really cool. And uh, our boys are five and zero as well. The Cardinals, yeah, yeah, yeah they're doing very well. Yeah. Should we play. maybe switch to an NFL podcast? Two English guys doing an NFL podcast. Sounds terrible. Yeah, that sounds shit. It'd be really, really bad. Well, yeah, but it, you're, you're trying to say the reverse is true, though, when Americans doing a soccer podcast. No comment. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we, we're getting to this week's song because it's quite a big one this week. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle United have been bought out by a country, essentially. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia have bought Newcastle United. <laughs> Sounds funny, doesn't it? That's very strange. So the price was 300 million, roughly, yep. with some 
give and take. But just loose change. Mike Ashley bought the club for 150 million, and um, so that seems to me. Major League Soccer franchises are like being I mean, valued at fucking eight hundred million dollars, like and Newcastle just sold for three hundred million. That's a smoking deal. Well, that, well, that's why there's so many Americans investing in European sport because you're, op- it, you're investing in an open market where you can grow it to more, and and it's cheaper. Well, uh, why would you want to buy a, a Major League Soccer franchise when you can buy? A Premier League team <laughs> that you can run up to and get into European football. Insane. And buy and sell players at free as you want mm-hmm. instead of a draft and all that bullshit. I agree. Fuck. Yeah. So there's no. I don't think there's any English owners left in the Premier League now. Uh, yeah, Tottenham. Tottenham uh, English owned stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Lewis. Is that it? Joe Lewis. No, there's a few, I think. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Burnley's got American, American yeah. owned, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Leicester ties. Spurs are. United American, Liverpool American, wow. yeah. Villa American. What did you make of Newcastle fans singing "We've Got Our Club Back"? Because uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure they haven't. So, so anyway, why, why is this a hot topic? Well, it's controversial, right? Because if Saudi Arabia have got an absolutely rotten human rights, uh, shouldn't laugh, it's funny, uh, human rights uh, yeah. record. History. Yeah, it's not great. Um, it's probably one of the most oppressive countries in the world uh, for women's rights and. Uh, so on and so forth so uh, it's a very controversial move I think football fans celebrating like that because they feel like they've had it Mike Ash is a smart guy we've talked about this before 150 million dollar pound investment whatever it is and he's flipped it and doubled it and in the meantime he's probably taken a fee as the owner for the last decade that he's owned the club yeah. he's probably made some money off the transfers the club have made so it's a good, good piece of business for him but so why do you think that the Newcastle fans are so excited and getting their club back well I, I, don't, I don't think they've got their club back and I think their club's going to be something they don't recognise because it's you think Man City fans say the same thing though I, I, I think it's Man, a similar I, play, I, right? I, I'm not sure the Man City fans of old mm. are the Man City fans today I think the problem you're going to have, it, listen, Newcastle fans are going to have a great journey, right? They're going to be buying all these big name players. And it's, I think it's going to take four or five years. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be overnight because I don't think you go out and attract the world's best players overnight because there are other clubs that can match that financial uh, commitment, right? And, and I'm not sure the Saudis are going to throw silly, silly money just for the sake of it, right? But yeah. but what I, what I think is going to happen is there's going to be those middle ground investments, right? They're going to have to buy better players and then better players and then better players and, and that's exactly what happened at City yeah, if mean, you remember when they, they started Elano yeah. was in there they, they had some like Adebayo they yeah. went through sort of mid-ish they had to level up. players yeah. you, had to up. you can't go straight for Mbappe no. and so I've seen a lot of the guys that they're linked with are those exact players uh, Martial uh, yeah. Coutinho like guys that are good players but yeah. probably not like the top sort of 10-15 guys in the world yeah so uh, so I think they have to go through that stage, which is going to be interesting. Um, and then the, the challenge with that is going to be you're still going to be competing with the PSGs, the Man Cities of the world. A lot of players, they want to live in mainstream cities. And, and with all respect to Newcastle, New, the, the two big cities in England are Manchester and London. They're kind of the two attractive cities, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. So they've got, they've got to overcome that as well, right? And then I think the issue that I see for Newcastle fans is what the reality of it's going to be. Is if they do become a super club and they're, they're spending money on these transfers, well, that's going to reflect in ticket prices, right? That, that they're going to, the prices will go up 
to go and watch games. That's just naturally what happens. If we put a better product on the field, they're going to want to recuperate some of those money, some of that money. I don't think there's any chance that they never sell out a home game because Newcastle's a one-team town. They're fanatical. I think the club have got, to put it in perspective, Manchester City's owners have got $23 billion yeah, uh, three, net worth. 320 And this is 320 So I think that... Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like it's supply and demand, right? More people want to go and watch Newcastle, like the day trippers and the tourists and oh, that kind be. of thing. But so I don't think there'll ever be a problem with being sold out. But you're saying that the, it'll the be true the, the fans will suffer. Fans might suffer from it's this. happened in Manchester. Yeah, and granted, City have got it's there's a million football teams in Manchester, two massive ones, right? In United and City, but. Um, yeah, City have, have priced out a lot of people. And, and they're getting knocked all the time because they've got mm. a half-empty stadium. Well, we I, talked about it two weeks ago. Pep Guardiola <laughs> begging people to come watch them. Well, and, and I've got family members that are City fans who have got you know two, three kids. They, they can't afford to take them to oh. games anymore. It's, it's too expensive. I, I can see that happening at Newcastle. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, it, be careful what you wish for sometimes, right? Like, uh, yeah. it, it, it is the corporate side of football and it's going to become more and more like that if they've got all this money going in there it's, it's going to reflect back so there's been a lot of uh, outrage on Twitter from certain like journalists and people around football saying it's disgraceful because of who the buying entity are do you buy into that much or do you think that this is just uh, another powerhouse financial powerhouse coming in and, and jumping on the train and football is the Premier League too far gone is it sold too far down the river to take a stand now is just fucking well, hypocrisy well, 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 well they're still going to have to abide by the rules of financial fair play and that, that's where I think the ticket prices all, all reflect because you have to show revenue, you have right? to show the revenue stream matches mm. what you're spending they'll just do so, what the others did they'll so, just say James's park stadium, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think that they're still going to be bound by that and mm. I think I think those restrictions are going to become tighter and tighter in football because there's now there's becoming this gap between the the super rich elite mm. and the rest of football I don't think they can afford for that to happen because we talked about it with the European Super League where fans are going to turn their back on it it's going to get to a point where it's like you know what this is I, I'm I'm not connected to this anymore. I can't touch it. I can't feel it. I'm not able to go to the stadium. I don't. The players are from all around the world. There's no local players coming through. No one that we can relate to. I think fans. I and I like it. I think fans will revert back to the local. This is my town's team. This is my city's team. This is who we are. Mm. This is our community. They've got players that came up from our our neighbourhood. That's what football is founded upon. Um, and I think fans will revert back to that because there's a point where the glitz and the glam of it is like. Right, it's fun for a bit, but you see it with City. I think it's worn off. I think the fans are. But it's, but it's like beware of shiny objects, right? It's like it's fun for a bit, but then it's just like yeah, it was yeah. a bit, bit cheesy and a bit played out because there's no authenticity or there's no yeah. uh, there's no organic kind of like you just described it as like the youth players coming through that represent your town anyway, right? It's got that empty feeling. It's like um, mm. it's like it's like the guy with all the money that has the supermodel girlfriend, but she's not with him because she loves him. Mm. She's with him because he's got all the money. Same yeah. thing. Newcastle get all these big name players. Mm -hmm. that they're not there because they want to. They want to do well for Newcastle. They're there because they're getting a massive paycheck. And that I think fans see through that stuff. I think too. Too. There's two sides of it for me where I think the people that were moaning about that part of it. I thought, well, you you get paid to write or commentate or be a pundit on Premier League mm -hmm. football and. Look, I mean, there's plenty of owners in that that have got questionable shit about them, right? Okay, now what's worse than the next? It's not just really for yeah. like me, us to decide and put the world to right on the show, but I think that 
uh, most of those people that are moaning will end up in Qatar next summer or winter or whatever for the World Cup and they'll ride the gravy train they moan about it and pretend it's like false outrage about oh no the Premier League's selling out like, that happened a long fucking time ago See, it's very uh, you got to be careful when you when you get into this sort of stuff because I think <laughs> um, where's the boundary now I'm not saying some of this stuff is right so don't don't put it to the sword here but I mean alright so so you're wearing Adidas clothing you're wearing Nike clothing that's made in a AHO clothing yeah that's, that's, <laughs> made, that's made by you know young kids in a country that mm-hmm. are paid 2p a day or 2 cents a day right. well you're okay wearing that gear but you're going to complain about this you've got to be very careful with where they draw the line because it's hypocrisy it's, it's almost in every facet of especially our, our, our world that we mm-hmm. live in you know Everything is tied to something that is probably not very good. Definitely. The food you eat, the, the labour that goes into that stuff. Where does your tax it? money go? Yeah, it's Making like, bombs. It's, yeah, there's also Exactly. Yeah. All this stuff is, is tied together. Like, listen, you, you don't have to look very far, mm. and you're going to be uh, connected to something that's not very good. All right, so the other side of it is, if it was going to happen to any club, I'm quite happy it happened to Newcastle. I got a little bit of a soft spot for Newcastle. Have you? Because of the fans and their passion, and they're like a little bit of like the red-headed stepchild up yeah. there in the northeast. Like, the North of England gets ignored quite a bit, and I think that they've got, they've got a genuinely unique culture from the kits mm. to the history of sort of attacking, exciting football. That and I think that that's a, a club that I can sort of see like alright well to get some money in there it's going to be it's going to be an interesting journey for them anyway no matter where the dough's coming from I think I, they're going to have a good time I do agree with that <laughs> I mean it's, it's uh, you've been to St James's Park I think mm-hmm, it's yeah. a cracking stadium and the, yeah. the atmosphere around it and the noise that comes out of it is, it is brilliant when yeah, you're around it's a great G- game day like, one of the best grounds yeah, yeah match day when you're around there the bars and the pubs and mm-hmm. the bars and the fans it's a brilliant place to be it's going to be electric now going forward um, so yeah I agree I think if you had to pick a club in, in England that you'd want it to happen to a top flight club mm. yeah it's probably Newcastle right I mean it's that's where you would go yeah it's going to be exciting to see how it pans out alright so you've got to get off to training you got anything else you want to add in before oh, you I do uh, have to go to training I've got nine minutes yeah you do uh, is, there, is there anything else you want to get in quickly no no I'm going to get fired if I say it that's the end of this week's oh, and that's the end of this week's show oh, wow. so cheers for listening everyone <laughs> I like that ending it, yeah it's good one. good that yeah. Yeah. So, yeah I'm getting better at production you haven't recorded this episode have you no (laughs) alright everyone thanks for listening the uh, show is going to be out weekly if you're new just check back every Monday or Tuesday for the show subscribe sorry Tuesday mornings for the show subscribe subscribe rate Rate. review don't give it only rate if you can give it five stars don't give it three or any shit like that yeah and the show the show's brought to you by smallgoalsoccer.com get with us for adult youth soccer across the country and much love to everyone cheers see you